Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. Today we have two special guests on our podcast. Um, I have the pleasure of speaking with Tommy and my brother Bear. Um, I just really wanted to chop it up with um, my baby brother because we haven't really talked as adults. And I'm just curious to see what your life is like now (laughs) that you're in college. And um, I also have his uh, roommate, Tommy. Uh, Thank you for joining the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. (laughs) I appreciate the uh, acceptance uh, since it was very impromptu and last minute. However, (laughs) welcome to the show. So I just wanted to check with you both um, because you're in the arts industry and we hold a podcast about art. And um, Bear, what are you what are you studying? Tommy, what are you studying? I'm studying. um, I'm studying. Well, no, they don't know about it. My fault. But um I'm what is your major film. my major is film i'm a swan major in school yeah and tommy swan major um my major right now is information systems and science nice yeah but but <laughs> <laughs> what i really am trying to do is uh a path in music and a okay, music cool. in a, yeah very cool what kind of music uh hip-hop Hip hop. So production, are you like an artist performer? I'm an artist and I produce too. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So what exactly did you say the um acronym was? Swan? Swan. Swan is screenwriting and animation. Okay, screenwriting and animation. Tell me a little bit about that. So screenwriting and animation is basically focusing on film and film production. So my what I'm, my focus is is video editing. So I want to be my my uh one of my goals, lot of goals. One of my goals is being a video editor, and just because I feel like that's a really useful skill to have, like financially, and it's um it's something that really interests me is the um the entertainment industry, and Very I feel cool. like that's a really important part of it. And so, Tommy, after you graduate, what what would you be doing? Um, well, after I graduate. I would like to use the degree at least to uh, get a job. Um, hopefully, it'll be like online, so it'd be like I'll be working domain expansion and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what I'm studying for currently, information systems. So it'll be like working with uh, school domains and uh, managing them through tickets and all of that. But it can all be done online. Like that was all shown through COVID when everything shut down. Everybody had to work on computers now. So that was showing that it could be effective. So it, now the market is pretty much open to be able to get jobs like that. So it should be easier. So that's the goal to be able to work from home while making a decent amount of money to also fund the music. To fund the music. Amen. So all art. I love that. And I like both of your paths because I feel like there you're more leading towards just jumping into the arts right there. Um, but Tommy, it sounds like you want to be more financially stable while you're, you know, trying to figure that out as well. Um, I think both paths are really great. I've spoken to so many artists that do, you know, one person that just jumps right in and the other person is like, okay, well, 
where's my stability or how can I fund that thing that I really want to do? So that's really awesome. Um, so why Morgan? It was, that was this, that in-state tuition was very nice. That, um, cause the out of state stuff, like North Carolina and all that, like, I just really liked that 4,000 that Morgan was giving me. So more so for you financial. How about you, Tommy? Um, about the same reason. And like also because it was it wasn't it wasn't too far, but it wasn't too close. So it was like the distance was just right. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. It's not too far away, but I don't gotta see everybody all the time. Very yeah. nice. So you know it's quite funny, Bear, because we've we've been raising the same ho- household your entire life. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> back when I was ready to go to college, uh your parents said I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I had to be local. And, um, you know, I'm really glad that I paved the way to be your, 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 your guinea pig sibling. Yeah, we're going to get Monday overseas. Yeah, exactly. We need to get her overseas. So, you know, the, the, what is it? The further down the line it goes, the more relaxed it becomes. Yeah. Um, so how has campus life been? Campus life Well, cool. first, I, I wanted to ask this question as, from the perspective of you all, because you were the, the pandemic kids, right? So yeah. like you were the first freshman group. I don't know, is that when it happened? Like during yeah, your freshman yeah. year? Yeah, your yeah. first freshman group to actually experience college during a freaking pandemic. So I want to hear both of your perspectives and what your challenges were during that time. And so like that freshman year, it was, it was kind of trash, honestly. <laughs> it wasn't fun because like all this, it was trying to keep that same thing. But like, I don't know. I don't want to go to an online party and then just be like in my room. Wait, there were online parties? Yeah, they would try to like <laughs> throw like different stuff or like different like little mingling things. I'm like, I don't really want to be on camera. Oh but like those, like those people who make group chats, and that felt more natural and stuff. But so like, wait, now how how does a uh, an online party work? Like, do you bring the liquor to your house or no, like? I don't even know. I don't. How know does that work? It was just probably. <laughs> it was just people. It was people like sitting on Zoom just talking. <laughs> so it's like a Getting meeting. To, almost. Yeah. It was like a real loose meeting. I didn't really go to none of the. I went to like some of my friends that had birthday parties like that. Mm. But, like, I didn't go to no college ones because I was, like, I don't even know those people. <laughs> like so, now, what was the experience like academically? Because I know I spent two years working remotely. And yeah. although I really loved just working from home, I actually did love it. But after a while, I was tired of, like, keeping my camera on because that was a requirement. Did you yeah. guys have any of that requirement or you could just shut off your camera and take a nap? That was that was sometimes a requirement. <laughs> but like yeah it's really the teacher because you know some professors be really relaxed mm-hmm. just in, it's like one of my favorite teachers he's so relaxed just as long as I get my stuff done he doesn't really he doesn't really he, care he just I'm don't doing. really care but as long you as you do others, the work they got others that are real they'll be yeah, <laughs> right they'll get on you for that they need, to know. need the camera on you gotta have your like like your face in the camera yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a lot. You got to talk at least like two times in a class. And it's really weird to do from home because it's like it feels like you're watching a YouTube video. And you fresh out of high school, too. Yeah. So you're expecting more than this. This is just that last year of high school was rough, too. It was rough. So at yeah. what point did it ease into like kind of 
opening things up? At what point did that happen? Was it like the second year or when, Honestly, when did things now. get back to normal? You felt like you were actually having a college experience. Like now. Yeah. Like now. Now, right? It's wow. just getting back to normal. Cause like yeah. stuff is way more lenient. Okay. Like it's like, like, of course you got some mask mandates here and there, but that's just like leftovers and stuff. It's nothing mm-hmm. like, like there's no more real limits on how many people can be in a place and stuff like that. So I feel like it's opening up now. Yeah. Type B. Very cool. So um, typically what happens, like what, what is a day like in Tommy's world or a bear's world? Quasi, excuse me. <laughs> or like, well, I know I wake up and like record something because I make music as well. Yeah. Jesus, my man. Yeah. It's my man. Yeah. My man, Ronnie, Ronnie J. J. Ronnie J. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. Steady rolling. Steady rolling. That's Steady the, rolling. Steady rolling. That's the um. That's the motto. That's the motto. Yeah. That's that's everything. It's a that's whole the, thing. That's the that's brand. Gonna be, that's the future. Steady okay. rolling is the future. Yeah. Steady rolling. So is that the band name? Excuse me, yeah. I'm old. Yeah. It's like it's like a click. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's the group. That's, that's the, group. the new T E, the new Dreamville. Yeah. Oh, nice. So like, so I wake up, record. Tommy will come over because he doesn't live with me no more. He lives across the way. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, so he'll like come over, record, and spend most of the days just like going back and forth from making music and doing mm-hmm. homework. Okay. That's how I spend most of the days. You know? yeah. Very good. <laughs> Multitasking. Make sure you get that homework done. We yeah. want degrees. um great uh so okay after the recording session you have some classes here and there how many classes do you have typically taking like well usually it's one a day but monday's busy because i have one class like early and then my my actual major class video editing i'm in there like all night from like four to seven just in there editing. right now one of the projects is pretty cool actually what is it there was this Netflix, you know, the there was this Netflix show, it was a kids show called Cooley Pari, Army of Frogs. And they're um their Morgan is working with another with another company to like make a making of for the remake of that show. Oh, very cool. I never heard of so, it, but I look it up now that you told me what it is. Yeah, so I'm working on the my class is basically me and another class is the producer class, mm. which happens at the same time. We're collaborating. We're making that uh with that with that uh what's it called? Making up. We're making it's the making of the making of. We're making the making of in the class. So that is actually a good look on a resume, you know, yeah, in terms of like more internship opportunities and things like that. It is. Um, that's why I was really excited when I found out about it. That's yeah. pretty awesome. And Tommy, how about you? What is your have, day like? My day, uh well, I would probably go to class in the morning because that's my um, well, actually, no, I have a class in the morning. Then I have another class on Mondays, if it's a Monday. I have another class at, like, 5 to 8, so I get off at night. Mm-hmm. So I have to deal with that. And then I probably have work, too. But the thing is, since my classes rotate, like, I have a schedule that's really wacky. It goes, like, Monday I have class in the morning. Tuesday I don't have class. Wednesday I have class in the morning. You know, it's like back and forth. So I had to work my schedule around that. So, you know, my days get pretty busy. And I'm like, you know, I just have to like, you know, deal with all of that. 
Hmm. Well, you know, it, it's it's busy. You think it's busy, but then you get to other stuff and responsibilities outside of college and it's a whole different story. So embrace and enjoy <laughs> not having things to do during the day, but just, you know, maybe making music. Yeah. Um. So um, any space or room to uh, party and do other other activities after college? Oh, yeah, on the weekends. Sometimes. On the weekends. If there's, if there's enough time, yeah, I gotta find a way. Yeah, so like, cause that inspires the that inspires the art. Yeah, you gotta have more experiences. Yeah. What about performances? You ever think about performing somewhere? I I mean I have a friend of mine said that they were gonna put on another show and they would like to feature me. That's pretty cool. Um, what's that? What what's the stuff you have going on in DC? Oh, uh, there's some shows out DC. So like, Baltimore doesn't have a lot of like um, infrastructure for like music artists. You know, there's a lot of rappers, but that's because there's rappers everywhere. That there's because you know there's a lot of black people in Baltimore too. So everybody's a lot of black. There's a lot of rappers. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of rappers, but there's not like infrastructure like Atlanta. You go to Atlanta. There's a lot of producers. You have a lot of studios. You have a lot of connections. And you also have industry people you, that actually live there and work there. It's not this. It's nothing like that in Baltimore. Just a bunch of rappers trying to, you know. Yeah. But which isn't a bad thing. However, the thing is, we are next to DC, which has a bunch of like venues. So I see. I have a few friends who like go to DC a lot, and they've already done shows there. They've had a bunch of uh, connections. So right now we're planning on like, um, once I do drop a tape. We're going to try to get some shows signed, lined up over there and then try to bring that to Baltimore. And, you know. Very cool. I mean, y'all could do it yourselves, like plan something and invite people to come. Mm-hmm. $10 at the door. True. Yeah, I've been to a concert like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can help you out if you want to talk about it later. Um, but, yeah, so I pretty much don't really have any more questions. Do you have any more any questions for me? Um, that you've never I, asked me before. I do. How do you how do you sell your art? Oh, that's a great question. I was question. always curious about that. Cause like you begin like because I remember mom used to be asking you for bread and stuff. And, and I just send her the like, money. You had like a commission or something or something cool like that. How, yeah. how does that work? Um, that's a great question. So um I would say I I took a big hiatus like during the time of the pandemic when I had the baby. Um, So now I'm just like jumping right back into it. But just really marketing, you know, or word of mouth. A lot of people that are my friends know that I'm an artist or like our family members know that I'm an artist and their word of mouth has really helped my business grow. So um, I guess a lot of word of mouth, a lot of just posting my work and just, I guess, constantly posting my work. Yeah. <laughs> and um, when I was young, like you were and a spring chicken, I would be having art shows all the time. So I think before I stopped having art shows, I exhibited my work about 23 times. Dang, and that's I, a lot. That I would a go lot. a lot to New York. Um, I had right. some stuff in London. Remember when I did the study abroad? Yeah, I remember that. So, I mean, it was part of my college curriculum to just constantly show work and that really helped working for art related places um just being in an industry or like in an environment with with creative people Mm -hmm. um I just kind of fed off of what other people were doing which was marketing you know just kind of constantly posting and sharing work 
Um, so I encourage that with you guys and your music, like don't ever stop it and don't ever just keep that stuff in your room. Make sure that you're, you know, I don't know if you have SoundCloud, YouTube, just as much exposure you can do because some people might actually like your work. I like your work. <laughs> I haven't heard Tommy's, but I would love to listen. You know, there's so many different ways. Um, we need an intro for our podcast. So it's like, there's so many different things that we would love to use your artistry for. Yeah, um, but yeah, just constantly just trying to be visible. And it's hard because visual artists in particular, like myself, I'm very introverted and I don't like attention on me, but I understand the value of like putting my work out there. Otherwise, nobody yeah. would see it. I understand. Yeah. Sure. So the blessing has always been I don't have my old work because I've sold everything. Oh damn! That's kind of a, that's, that's a, a flex. flex. That's a flex. <laughs> that's a flex. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes I don't remember what I've made, you know. And I've I've taken photos of some. Sometimes I forget. But at this stage in my life, I'm really trying to like do things the proper way. So yeah. you know, actually behave like I'm a professional artist. Yeah. Um. And I wasn't doing that before. I wasn't being consistent. But I really do want people to take me seriously on a professional level. Um, and you know, it's ever evolving, ever, ever so much change, you know, you can't really stay as one person. Success does not end when you're successful. You always have to reach another level. So, you know, I've accomplished selling all my artwork, but now it's like, okay, how do I want people to see me now as an artist, as a mother, as a full-time artist at this point? So yeah, a lot of things to consider. Any other questions? I don't have any more. You got a question, bro? Um, what was your major? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, my major, I actually did a dual degree, which means I was doing my bachelor's and master's at the same time. So I studied fine art with no concentration. Sometimes when you go into fine art, you study painting, you study drawing, but I just decided to study everything. Before right. that, I actually switched. I, I switched my major from photojournalism so like, yeah. you know, photography and journalism to fine art. And then right. I did fine art and arts and teaching. So studying right. to be an educator in the arts. Yeah, she was and my that art was my master's. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah, she you was told my me. art teacher before. Yeah, yeah. so um, funny story. I actually just left teaching because a student uh, threw a firecracker at me. Ugh. Yeah, really? in my class. So it was a wrap for me um i haven't really talked about that but (laughs) i haven't shared that on this podcast but that's that's pretty much the reason and i told myself if (laughs) i told myself if um the teaching thing didn't work out i really have to try and be a a straight on full-time artist that's it yeah so wish me luck because who knows? Exactly. <laughs> it's been a struggle. I, you're gonna do that. You're, you're very talented too. Thank you, bro. You do all of that stuff. And so you I know, I actually have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends that just moved to Baltimore, mm-hmm. and you know, Micah's right there, uh, Maryland Institute College yeah. of Art. Yeah. So, um, a lot of my friends. There's, I mean, there's a huge budding art scene in Baltimore, just like there is in DC. Um, but who knows? Like, I, I would love to show some of my work in Baltimore and whatever. So. Yeah, of course, that'll be amazing. You gotta come. You gotta, you gotta take me to. There's an art show that's right under Saratoga. The, uh, the uh, studio I used to go to. It's like oh, really. Yeah, it's a gallery. I remember. What is it called? Uh, 
Well, the, well, the studio I went to was called the Lineup Room, oh, but nice. it was there was a, a art gallery. I, I I don't know what the name of the gallery was, but I know it was an art gallery on there. So I know what you mean. There's Very definitely cool. like yeah, Very down cool. it's gone. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. actually gonna come by on the tenth. That's like not next week, but the week after. Yeah. So maybe we can all go to lunch and then um yeah, I'm supposed to be learning how to spray paint actually. Oh nice. <laughs> That's tough. You're gonna do a mural? Um yeah, like so my friend is mural? actually gonna teach me how to play around with some spray paint. So that's what I'll be doing in Baltimore. That's cool. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Nice job, um, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking like I I came I came on this show to like kind of ask you some questions about your life and you know how are things you, as an adult because I always see you as a kid and you're not a kid anymore yeah. and we haven't had those type of conversations but like what really is motivating you to like pursue this goal because I know that you you're interested in it but it's like what is your ultimate goal with this um my ultimate goal is like I just want to be able to like I just want to eat off of art. Yeah. I don't really want to have to like do like something I don't want to do. Yeah. So like my my main goal is just to be able to like because I feel like I feel like at the end of the day like I'm just I just I, I just I just like being creative. That's the that's the main thing I like doing. So like whether it's movies like writing movies, writing songs, making beats, any of that like as long as I'm creating, I'm gonna be happy. I just want to be able to eat off of that. Yeah. Know? I mean, you're actually really good. I've heard your music. Like, it's really good. And um, I've always known you as a child to be dancing, singing, <laughs> or, you know, yeah. drumming. It's always been something that you, I've never seen you be interested in anything else yeah. besides that, naturally. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Have you ever had doubts of being an artist? Like, do you feel bad about your choice that you're making or you just feel really confident about it? I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's stressful. Honestly, sometimes it's stressful because it's like, dang, right? Because everybody wants to do this. Like, this everybody is facts. Wants to do this. Like, yeah. So it's like, I got to just like, just make my own lane. And like, thankfully, I mean, people like, like Tommy, he's, he's like a big inspiration. He's very good. You know yeah. Ronnie J, Ronnie J, his music is no. great. You got to check no. it out. Um, who else? Chedza. Che, he makes music too. And so he's he has very some, artistic. He has some stuff going on out um out Virginia and very stuff cool. like that. So like, and then a lot of my friends back home in DC, they got a lot of stuff going on. So it's like it's a little bit stressful, but also seeing like my peers and the people that I'm cool with that are also going into like the arts is very like motivational. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I I feel the same way about art. I really can't see myself doing anything else well I've done other things but they've all been art related my my jobs yeah. um but now it's like I feel like being a full-time artist is like I'm choosing me you know like I'm, I'm constantly being like okay well let me just do this job because I know there's a salary behind it or attached to it mm -hmm. which is fine but for me I don't want to be waking up every morning going to somebody else's job and making money mm -hmm. off of their dream it's yeah, not my it just dream. Feels, it just feels like it's not for it's yourself. Not it. Right. So in a sense, I do feel selfish for choosing this lifestyle because it's like, how do I support my family? How do I support my son? But at the same time, too, it's like I've never chosen myself. 
for the 10 years that I've been working. So maybe I should try now and see where it takes yeah. me. And it could change tomorrow. I'd be like, well, fuck it. Cause I'm not making any money. <laughs> I might as well <laughs> just go to that nine to five real quick and figure out how to make the money to buy art supplies to make more art. So if I have to work triple double time, it's what I have to do. As long as I'm making work, it's good for my spirit. I feel like that's part of like, that's part of being an artist and like a, in a, in a capitalist. There's society. no wrong way to do it. Gotta, you kind of just got to grind it out. Yeah, like yeah. just as long as the only way to get that like satisfaction is just to like make, make sure you can make that, just make, just make that creation, you know? Absolutely. But I also truly believe like there's no wrong way to do it. It's okay to, have a job and also have do art it's okay yeah. to just do art the only thing that i'm like concerned about is like you the mentality or the idea that artists have to starve no that's not the idea it's like people they take different paths and choose different things to continue yeah. pursuing their passion art to me isn't a job it's more so a lifestyle and it's more so something that is therapeutic which yeah. is why it's difficult to you know, make for people to think that you can't make a living because it's yeah. not like you clock in, you clock out with your art. You can you can make work at two o'clock, but don't feel like yeah, doing you're, anything. You're like always an artist, yeah. right? You're always an artist. Always so, um, I feel like there's no have, there's no wrong way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you want to develop domains for other companies but still fuel your music, then that's what you have to do to be happy you know like you probably won't be sleeping but at least you're happy <laughs> yeah. anyway i don't want to take too much of your time i do appreciate both of you for coming on the podcast to chop Thank it up with me this. this is our first interview i, I know you know hopefully hopefully your last year or when you graduate we can do this again so i can see where you guys are yeah, of course. yeah, yeah we should do that <laughs> that would be great you're trying to be way further no, everything fine, no. Bye. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye.